Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Good morning, listeners, and welcome to Real Presence Live. We are here at the Church of St. Anne's in Bismarck, North Dakota. I'm Karen Selensky, along with Father Craig Holcalter. Welcome, Father Holcalter. Good morning, Karen. Blessing to have you once again. We were here um, last month, I guess, for our live drive. A few times, yeah. yeah. Live drive and then the monthly oh, show. Oh, yes, we did do two of them, didn't we? Yeah, so it's a, always a pleasure and a joy to have you. Thank, Thank you. you. Yes, of course. I love helping out Real Presence Radio. It's a great show ahead. Uh, and it's great to be home, Church of St. Anne. Patroness is a grandma, and when things, when grandmas are in control, good things happen, right? Absolutely, yes. <laughs> we go to Anne. Yes. So if you would lead us in prayer to start a show off, we'd appreciate that. You bet. Yeah, like I said, Karen, it's a great show ahead, but we do want to just take a few moments to quiet our hearts and quiet our minds and ask for the Lord's grace to come upon us. And many great saints we celebrate today. We It's a good day. As many of you know, listeners, to pray for our Holy Father, we celebrate uh, the memorials of uh, a number of men, priests, saints in the Society of Jesus, Jesuits, the North American martyrs. We ask them to pray for us, uh, namely uh, St. Uh, Isaac Jogues and John Brebu, uh, and really all martyrs up in heaven who are always interceding for us. Um, those two saints come from a great line of French saints. And so I wanted to, Karen, open up with a prayer uh, devoted to Our Lady, uh, written by Jean-Jacques Ollier, uh, another famous, uh, not a saint, but a, a man that was, certainly would be credited uh, for influencing numerous uh, men and women in the path of sanctity, like St. Therese, okay. uh, like St. John Baptist de La Salle, like St. John Brebu, and St. Isaac Jogues today. So this prayer, O Jesus Living in Mary, was written by Jean-Jacques Ollier of the Society of St. Sulpice in the 17th century. So we pray in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Jesus, living in Mary, come and live in your servants, and the spirit of holiness, and the fullness of your power, and the perfection of your ways, and the truth of your virtues, and the communion of your mysteries. Rule over every adverse power, and your spirit, for the glory of the Father. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Father Holcalter. Very beautiful. Great way to start out the day with prayer. You got it. You yep. got it. You know, Karen, some of the best things about our shows, I think, is that they kind of hit different topics. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it seems like, I think we talked about this on Live Drive. We have some shows that really, you know, they'll have three, four segments, all kind of of the same topic. And they really deepen your knowledge of that topic. But I think today's is kind of... We're uh, kind of going around the world. We are. And starting in a good place with Catholic <laughs> education and, and making sure that it's stable and, and you know, is, is lifelong and, and we protect that treasure. Yeah. Uh, so today we have Jake Markell uh, from the Light of Christ School System here in Bismarck. Jake, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. It's, Karen and I are delighted to have you in studio here at, at the Parish Hall at St. Anne's. Um, just a little bit about yourself, Jake, because you are... 
I don't, I don't like to use the word product, but it's true, right? Like you're a graduate of Catholic education yeah. and, and that very education system is the one you work for. Your alma mater, you're, you're now unemployed by. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. My, my wife and I always joke that I can only get hired by places I went to school. So. <laughs> uh, but that could be a good thing. Okay. <laughs> it's working out for me. I, I love it. And so, but yeah, like you said, um, I graduated from St. Mary's Central High School. I also am an alum from University of Mary as well. Oh, great. And so uh, kind of my career path is I actually started working at the University of Mary. Okay. And through that, I got introduced to fundraising, getting the kind of the inside scoop of what it takes for nonprofits and things like that, and also serving Catholic education. And through the Holy Spirit and some good people, that led me to Light of Christ, back to where I graduated high school from. And uh, yeah, now I serve as Director of Mission Advancement, and uh, my wife and I and our two kids live here in Bismarck. You know, uh, I, I know, I know, I'm sure Karen has some insights to share, but Director of Mission Advancement... Jake, can you tell us a little bit more about, we want to get to your stability initiative. I know there's a lot going on in that school system. There's a lot of growth over the past decade. The Bismarck Parish has just showed a video, a video message from your president, uh, Mr. Gerald Vetter, who was with us yep. on the live drive, or was the show Yeah, he was that? at the live drive. Mm-hmm. He was just in your chair. He gave a great interview, and you do so much work, good work. So to, to you and to administration and faculty and staff, I know they're, they're convening today for their annual Bishop's Convocation, all the educators of the Diocese of Bismarck. So I did want to uh, say that and, and perhaps ask our, our listeners to pray for all Catholic school educators. But, but Jake, how did that surface in you? Was it, did you want to work for Catholic school or was it the nonprofit? Because I know nonprofit, uh, how do I say this? Um, those driven by nonprofit missions are driven people, and they're wonderful people, and we need them in this world. Is that where it started, or was it, nope, I really want... To work for my high school. I just really wanted to beg people for money for my, for my job. <laughs> well, good for you. <laughs> it's, Count me well, out. Yeah, I you. <laughs> yeah, actually, ironically, I, n- I never liked fundraising growing up. But ah. uh, for me, it was, I mean, going back to, like you said, uh, a product, product of it, I... I, my life was changed because of my Catholic education. Mm. I had incredible teachers, incredible chaplains. And, uh, you know, it really was a, a difference maker in my life. And so I always wanted to be involved. You know, at one point I thought I wanted to be a teacher. Um, God uh, made it clear that wasn't the path. And, uh, <laughs> at one point I was actually even in the seminary. And I always had hopes and dreams of maybe being involved in uh, schools in some capacity. Uh. God had other plans for me in that well, and, way. And so it was a process of really discerning. Like, okay, I have this passion. I received so much. What can I do? And then uh, the best thing was is working out at the University of Mary for me right out of college. Uh, I was a philosophy major, so they, they had mercy on me and took a chance and <laughs> brought me in. But I was able, I was able to see um, you know, these things I love. I mean, take even, like, like you said, today all the Catholic educators in the state are together in one roof with a bishop, learning from them, praying together, going to Mass together. That's an incredible thing. Mm-hmm. And you know the Holy Spirit's working through that. Mm-hmm. And so for me to see, okay, it takes a lot of people to make that, even mm-hmm. that one thing happen. And, you know, so even right now, I mean, Karen got here early. She set up the table. It takes a lot of stuff in production to make this really such a great uh, show. Same thing with education. It takes donations to fund it. It takes people to put on the events. It takes all these different things. And I wanted to give back. And then uh, what's so amazing is in fundraising, which, you know, people people are always like, how, do you, how can you do that every day? And I'm like, honestly, people are just so good. 
I really don't have any secret sauce or anything that's really like there's no like grand scheme mm-hmm. I call someone if they answer I ask them if I can come and see them if I come and see them I get to see an amazing person mm-hmm. who's willing to give money that they could spend on anything else to support our mission and this isn't just like alumni these are people who just in the community faithful people who, who just want to support and so it's really life giving in that way um, and then you just get to see how God works through people to support a mission, and in that mission, then there's uh, there's teachers that get to influence our students, and so it's uh, it's just kind of to me, it's like you just see God's fingerprints over most of my work, which is a really cool thing. That's such an awesome way to portray fundraising, I honestly, the same thing. because it isn't easy, you know, and 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 you know we're a small. Um, you know, community, really, when you think about it, and everybody is tapping into the same people. But, man, if you look at it like that, that that's a wonderful way to look at it. It's really, yeah, it's really like eyes of faith, Jake. Mm-hmm. I have to hand it to Absolutely. you. Um, <clears throat> you know, and, and to our listeners, too, just on behalf of that, um, you know, the directors of mission advancement as they lead our school systems and, and other nonprofits, our schools, you know, different foundations. Because mm-hmm. um, we're going to get to the <clears throat> kind of the narrow scope of this and what Light of Christ is doing, but... Um, we'll pray for you. That, yeah. that, that's <laughs> just and what a great perspective to have of like the the encounter with a person. You know, yeah. that's it's, um, it's in evangelical, I guess, in some sense. Have you have you grown into that? Has it been um, you know? Has it been a matter? I, I mean, certainly you're a man of faith. You spend time in the seminary, and and your Catholic faith is near to you. Um, that must make. You know, you waking up and going to work every day, like so, like yes, I'm I'm at this. Yeah, it it definitely uh, is, is. I'd say grown into. Uh, there's been a lot. I've had a lot of good mentors that helped me see it. Um, there's a. I didn't realize this. There's actually a whole, I'll say, kind of strange professional network of fundraisers out there. We're all kind of trying to. Uh, work together in this and sometimes it feels like a support group but <laughs> you know it's, it's needed re- though yeah exactly needed and but you start to hear these things you hear other people you know you know their reflections on their interactions and it's like wow okay I, I can do that too and so yeah um, a lot of good guidance a lot of it's me stealing from other people and then just reflecting on kind of what I experienced so yeah now Jake t- tell us so bring us to light of Christ um you know, give us a rundown. So I did, I'll, I'll get you started, and and it's a road that you you've paved, not me. I'm just kind of walking under there, treading on it. But something like a 35, 36 percent growth in the past decade, like 400 plus students since 2012. Um, it's certainly, um, seeing St. Anne's School every day. It's a beautiful building. You know, you've updated and renovated, and then built from ground up your brand new high school, St. Mary Central High School, north of Bismarck. Uh, what is the current campaign now that's really uh, taken your, your steam, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So it's really, uh, it's the next chapter. So uh, like you said, we had the Keep the Promise campaign, which uh, at least those around Bismarck are very well aware of. We have the beautiful new high school, the additions, a lot of maintenance on some of the old schools. Um, and as that was coming to a close, the question was, okay, what's next? What do we need? And uh, the word stability kept coming back. And it's more than just like a nice buzzword in business, like sustainability or something like that. It has, it has roots in our Benedictine tradition. Mm. So we were, we were started by the same sisters of Annunciation who came and started the University of Mary, St. Alexis Hospital. They also started us. And uh, they, one of the vows that Benedictines specifically take is a vow of stability, which 
I'm gonna. There will be some Benedictines out there who will call me out on this later. But simply stated, <laughs> is uh, it's a commitment to a specific place r- right now, and it's uh, what do we need to do to serve what we're, where we're at, and no matter what comes, we're here. And you see this in what the Benedictines did, you know, throughout their whole history is, you know, they started schools and they started hospitals. They ran these communities that has held together communities for, for generations. I mean, where would we be without these institutions? Imagine not having a hospital, a Catholic school system and a university in Bismarck. I mean, these things are huge. And what became clear is, okay, as we're thinking about what comes next, it's what, how do we take the steps to make sure that we remain committed to our community for the next 145 years because we've been around a long time. And so it's really taking stock. And um, the, the reality is, is the campaign, uh, and I, this, I think there's going to be a lot of people sympathetic to this. Uh, we started in 2014, but the cost of everything that we wanted to do increased over years. And, uh, sure, sure. Which, That's the reality. Yeah, and, and you know, there's a lot of great things that we can look back on and say, wow, like, Praise God, we finished in 2019, and even though things cost a little bit more than we expected, you know, we were able to have a bigger school for during uh, COVID and the pandemic. We had, there's no way we could have built now with that, how the cost of everything is increasing now. So God was really good to us, but we needed uh, it co- ended up costing more than we raised, and so we needed to make sure that okay, we have a bond payment now because that's how we financed uh, building the school as we're waiting for pledge payments to come in. We want to make sure that's covered. We have our annual operating needs. That we need to make sure that's covered. Bear with me, people. I know it's a lot of different things. But at the end of the day, we don't want to just stop at making our payments now. We want to grow. And we want to do the things now that will set us up for the future, like retaining and attracting our teachers through better compensation, mm. making sure that we keep tuition affordable because the way things are going, everyone's feeling the pinch. And if we just go the way of, oh, go, we'll be able to build a school, we'll just raise tuition a little bit to cover it. Well, then we start pricing families out, and that's contrary to our mission. So all of these things started to come together of, how do we make sure that we're stable and addressing these needs now and being proactive so that, you know, whatever the next uh, hard times, uh, next hardship comes, we're ready for it. And so uh, that's kind of the heart of it. So the, what we're calling this next chapter is the Stability Initiative. You can call it, a, it, it is a campaign. We're trying to raise a lot of money. Um, but at, at the end of the day, it's th- what we need to do to make sure that we are around for generations mm-hmm. to come. So we are visiting with Jake Markell from the Light of Christ Catholic Schools here in Bismarck. And um, some very interesting, uh, very challenging times as well, but just such good advice from where he's coming from. So we're going to take a quick break here, and so stay tuned. We will be back in just a few minutes. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Do you know a priest who has made a difference in your life or at your parish? One who has helped you through a loss, discern an important decision, or celebrated the sacraments with you and your family? Real Presence Radio would like to know about these amazing priests. Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com contact to nominate your priest. And each week on Real Presence Live, we will recognize one of our priests with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. Help us honor our fathers by nominating your priest today. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. 
Have interruptions impacted your charitable giving? If you feel like you have less to give this year or are waiting until you get through these recent challenges, we want to let you know about some creative gift options that won't cost you a dime this year. For example, you could designate Real Presence Radio as the beneficiary of all or percentage of your IRA, or make RPR beneficiary of a percentage of your estate or specific asset. Make a bequest commitment gift this year without impacting your savings or investments. To learn more about the benefits of making a charitable bequest, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. Real Presence Radio is available on Alexa-enabled devices, including Amazon Echo, phones, tablets, and smart displays. To enable the skill, just say, Alexa, enable Real Presence Radio. To listen, say something like, Alexa, open Real Presence Radio. It will then ask what station you want to play, to which you can respond, play Sioux Falls, or play AM 970, or play WWEN. From there, you can use commands like play, pause, and stop. Listen to RPR anytime, anywhere, on Alexa-enabled devices. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. We are here at the, at the Church of St. Anne's in Bismarck, North Dakota. I'm Karen Slensky along with Father Craig Holcalter, the parochial vicar here at St. Anne's. As well as, I think you have another part to your title, correct? I don't. No. Oh, you don't? That's okay. Only, yes. Oh, good. So I got it right. That's, you did. You're awesome. on it. Yes. <laughs> You're on it. Well, thank you for being with us today. Greatly appreciate you co-hosting with me. That yes, of course. It's great. And just wanted to let our listeners know that um, we do have our fundraising banquets coming up here in the month of November. Um, just shout out to a couple dates. Uh, November 3rd, we will be in Rapid City, South Dakota with Dr. Ralph Martin as our keynote. On Thursday, November 10th, we will be in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and Dr. Martin will be there as well. Thursday, November 17th, in Aberdeen, South Dakota, with Teresa Tamio. Monday, November 21st, here in Bismarck, with Dr. Ralph Martin and Father Craig Holcalter will be our MC. We are very thankful for that. December 1st um, is also a Thursday in Minot, and we will have Dr. Ralph Martin, first time in Minot, so we are excited about that banquet. Um, Tuesday, December 6th in Rochester, Minnesota with Steve Ray, and most of you will hear Steve Ray every now and then with Senior Schumacher. Um, great keynote. We, he was here back last year in Bismarck, and so we're excited to have him as well. And then we get into 2023, uh, February 6th, we're in Fargo with Dr. Ralph Martin, and also March 14th in Duluth, Minnesota with Dr. Ralph Martin. So if you're interested in being a table host or you would like to just register to come to the banquet, you can go to realpresenceradio.com or call 877-795-0122, and we'd appreciate your support. Karen, that looks like a great lineup. I mean, between yeah. Ralph Martin, Teresa Tamio, and... And Steve and Ray. Steve Ray. Yeah. It's fantastic. Exciting. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm honored to be asked 
to be the master of ceremonies at the November 21st banquet. And for all that, Jake said this too, and we'll get back to Jake, but I just wanted to echo, because uh, it's not said enough, and I'm kind of like red in the face. Karen does do a lot for these shows, listeners, so I just want you to know oh, that as, as enjoyable and maybe as fluid as I can be in just talking at a microphone with a cup of coffee, and I can do that <laughs> without a problem, um, Karen does all the work. She really does. And so, Karen, thank you for that. Oh, you're very welcome. That's important. Appreciate that. Behind the scenes, as Jake said, Jake's all about that. I mean, there's how many fundraising efforts and um, socials and, you know, events that behind the scenes. If you don't do behind the scenes, you don't have a scene. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know that much. That's a good way to put it. Yes. <laughs> it's that simple. Um, so, Jake Markell is with us. Karen, he is the Director of Mission Advancement for Light of Christ Catholic Schools here in Bismarck. And, uh, and to continue uh, the great work and mission of Catholic education in Bismarck, they have uh, begun and they're kind of, um, I don't want to say in the middle of, but just past the beginning of their stability initiative to raise funds. Now give us some of the, um, the real marks, you know, Jake, for our listeners, put some flesh on the bones in terms of what are your, what's your goal and what's your timeline, what's your scope? And kind of your big, your big, uh, you know, your big uh, sources of. You certainly want to increase and protect faculty salaries. I know that's a big one. Being a principal for eight years, it's huge, and really to keep that cost of tuition down for parents. Um, so maybe you'll get to those. But talk to us about the scope, timeline, goal, benchmarks. Yeah, absolutely. So it's an 11-year strategic fundraising plan, and uh, there's a few kind of. I kind of wanted to find a few terms just to make sure that, Thank you for it, that. it, it, it kind of makes sense because uh, it, it gets into a lot, touches a lot of things in our schools. And so, um, like I said, we had the Keep the Promise campaign. Uh, we took out a bond to finance the building while we're waiting for pledge payments to come in. So, you know, I go and ask Craig for a million dollars, Father Craig, and for a million dollars. And he says, I can give it to you over five years. Okay, great. Okay. Uh, and so that's a very generous thing. We rely on that. And we know that not everyone has this piles of cash lying around. And so while we raised $1 million in that day, for example, it's going to take five years for all that money to come in. Well, you still got to pay the builders. They still got to pay their people. So it's a pretty common thing for uh, campaigns to kind of use this method. So the reason why I bring that up is now we have a bond payment that we need to make every year that includes what the overages were on the campaign. So... That's kind of a obstacle A, if you will. And then we're a nonprofit, so we rely on uh, donations to sure. just exist. That's why everyone should go to the Real Presence uh, banquet and support <laughs> because we, we, yes. all, we all need help. <laughs> November 21st. November 21st. <laughs> and uh, so we already have money that we need to raise every year. And so the question is, well, if you have to raise all this money every year, how the heck are you going to pay your staff more? You know, you're, if, right. if, if I say, right. if we say, yeah, everyone gets a 10% raise, well, then... That comes out of either two ways, tuition or fundraising. And no one wants higher tuition, so it's got to come out of fundraising. Mm -hmm. But then I have to go back and say, hey, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, we promised our teachers more money this year. Can you cover it? And that's hard. People don't like that kind of fundraising, and, and, and it uh, creates real challenges. So there's always that tension between the budget, annual fundraising needs, and then also being good to our staff. And so... Again, the reason why I bring this all up is so what's going on in this disability initiative is this. There are ways in which you can use fund money raised to build up an endowment that kicks off interest every year that, that you can count on forever. 
So that's why a lot of nonprofits, like you think of like a Harvard and some of these places, mm-hmm. huge endowments, they never have to worry about money again because they have a huge principal, so a big nest egg that kicks off interest every year and they use that to fund all their crazy stuff that they do. And so our goal is to kind of copy that idea and build up an endowment that we can then use the interest on to fund this annual need. But at the same time, then we have stable revenue from it that we can get pass on to our teachers, that we can pass on to our staff, to our janitors, to our cooks. And we know where it's coming from, and I don't have to bug Mr. and Mrs. Smith every year, mm-hmm. hopefully. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, um, but the unfortunate reality is we need a lot of money to do this. And so um, right now, we're going to try to build up enough Essentially, so let me back up here. There's gonna be three phases. Phase one is right now until the end of the year. What we're trying to do is raise $12 million. It's a lot of money. And, but if we do that, that'll cover our bond payments for the next four to six years, and that creates a huge amount of breathing room. Because if you're gonna ask me, hey, do you wanna pay your bills or give raises? It's like, well, gosh, that's, yeah, that's fun. That's, yeah. yeah, and so you know, the money will always go to keeping things going first. So if we have that money taken care of and we have that breathing room, that liquidity, then all of a sudden, uh, Toby, my uh, the other fundraiser that uh, uh, I work with, and we will get to spend all of our efforts moving forward and building what we hope will become an $80 million endowment over the next 10, 11 years, which is huge. It's a lot of money, and we know that, and it's, it's kind of taken on in humility, but if that works, then that will cover everything for light of Christ. And just like, I, I, I think of my own house. The moment, I, the, mom, the moment where I realize that no matter what, if I keep on doing what I'm doing right now, our bills are covered, it brings peace, mm-hmm. it brings stability. We know where it's coming from. It's going to be okay. And we don't, we don't worry about a recession so much because, hey, it's, it's, it's covered. Whereas instead, it's like, sheesh, we're relying on fundraising this year, but people can't give as much. Mm-hmm. It puts a lot of nonprofits in a lot of hard spots. And, you know, that's why so many places emphasize the endowment. So, that, so Jake, that, um, that number, uh, you said 10 to 12 years, and the goal, kind of the end of that is $80 million. Mm-hmm. Um, I did, I did want to, I appreciate you know, offering those numbers. Um, and Karen, I wanted to go back to this too. In, in the first time with Jake, uh, prior to the, the break about where the name came from and just giving that, um, you know, that emphasis to Benedictine mm-hmm. life and the found foundations of the sisters for all of our listeners. And, and frankly, I kind of want to say that I don't want to yell, but at a higher tone for, uh, those that aren't listening, the community of, of, of Bismarck and Mandan, you know, to, to, if I could just say what you're indebted to with these sisters, everybody, not, I don't, you know, I don't, uh, Catholic or not, think of how fundamental to a, to a community health care and education is. Yep. Absolutely. And, and, and to all of our brothers and sisters not in the church, Please, please, um, perhaps you're just changing the dial. You have to press that scan button on your car and you're like listening to this, you know, priest saying this stuff. Um, uh, pay attention to that. And to our listeners, too, pray for those sisters, you know, the, the good work they did. Yep. Uh, without so many of the, the modern tools we have, namely digital media, mm-hmm. you know, and digital communication. Uh, so, Jake, I'm glad you said that, you know, and, and now look where you're going. It's like 2022 and you're looking to 2032 and... 
man, a figure of 80 million, our prayers are with you. It's something, yeah. Karen. Yeah, Thanks. it is. And that's something that, as you're talking, it, it's, it's always been so inspiring to me. Is, is you hear about the sisters, you know, it's, I think many of us have heard the story, but in 1878, five sisters who just sh- who <laughs> rode the train all the way to the end of the track, which ended at the Missouri River, so they ended up in Bismarck, stepped off and just said, what do you need? And got to work. I, every day, I mean, just say the words, $80 million is a, an absurd amount of money. And I'm hoping to get it from other people for nothing. And, but like, to, to kind of bring it back, they, these sisters, they weren't educators. They weren't formally trained mm-hmm. nurses. And there's this little bit of that. If God wills it, you know what I mean? Because they just set to work. You know, where, where do you start? And in so many ways, it's, it's inspiring to me to say, like, gosh, if they didn't fail, God, yes. God, can, do a, God can do so much with this. And uh, what's cool about fundraising is it's an invitation. The, 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 the thing that I've learned is that I'm doing my job when I ask someone to meet, to, to give. So often we're unwilling to ask to bring people in. But what happens then is, hey, you know, can you give $5,000 to this campaign? The people who give, you start seeing them at events. Mm-hmm. The, you know, maybe it's a parent of an alumni, the kid graduated, they're not, but all of a sudden they're involved, they're reading the things, they're more involved. And uh, this is something, uh, credit to Father David Richter up in Minot, he showed me. Mm. The, 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 the importance of asking people to give for the life of the church and to pe- engage people in the mission. Because you start to see, like, you know, those sisters had to rally the community to build a school. And to build a hospital, they had no money, so they were fundraising back then. And by doing that, they got more Catholics involved, and more people involved in the schools, more people involved in the hospital. I mean, what, think about what that does. And so, what I'm hoping to, and with the Stability Initiative, is this: educate people and say, "Hey, here's what we need to make Catholic education flourish and be stable in our in our in our community. Please be a part of it." And that part, being a part of it goes deeper than just donating. Be a part of what we're doing here. And uh, yeah, so I, I, that's that's something I just want to kind of you're doing p- it piggyback yeah. you are, you're, you're doing it just such great words of wisdom. I mean, you know, and a it, great light on fundraising. Absolutely, Jake. yes. And thank you so much, Jake. I mean, y- you and your wife are a blessing to this community. Just know that um, your faith is so strong. We yeah. so appreciate that and bringing everybody together. It's all it's about working together. So thank you for being with us today. I'm glad we had you on first. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for the next 90 minutes now. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> well, we are going to have to take a, a quick break here. But we are thank Jake Markell from the Light of Christ um, Catholic Schools and their initiative that they have going on, uh, the support of you know fundraising for all of us. Um, we definitely need that. So thank you. Thank Absolutely. you, Jake. Thanks for having me. Yep. So next up, we will be chatting with Ellen Mann about how her faith impacts her daily life. Stay with us. Don't go away. Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 